Hi family, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Today I'm gonna to show you 10 ways that you can reduce your decision fatigue right now. If you're new to the channel, thank you so much for visiting. My name's MJ, I'm a minimalist mom, entrepreneur, and health enthusiast trying to share with you the ways that I found to live the best life possible. If you like videos like this, make sure to give this video a big thumbs up, leave a comment below, and don't forget to subscribe for more. So what is decision fatigue? This is a term commonly known in the business world. It's where you make so many decisions that your brain sort of gets fatigued. It's that simple, but not so simple in the sense that we have a limit of how many decisions we actually make in a day. And once we reach that limit, we lose energy, focus, and mental creativity. So it's really important for people who want to maintain all those creative, energy-focused aspects of their life to minimize decision fatigue. And this is kind of a value-adding process or skill to learn, and I wanna share with you how you can do that right away. Tip number one is to simplify your clothes. If you haven't seen my tips on how to have a minimalist capsuled wardrobe but remain stylish as well, check that out in the tab above. It's very simple if you wear a simplified outfit and you don't stand around making different choices, getting dressed, looking in the mirror, trying to mix and match, and it makes it really easy. You get out of bed, put the clothes on, the first clothes that you see, and then walk out the door. This also goes with tip number two which is simplify your meals. Something that you guys may or may not know is that I like to plan my meals a month ahead of time. I used to be a victim or guilty of this situation where every single meal I had to have needed to taste amazing. It had to be like what I wanted in that moment and I would literally stress myself out trying to make a choice or trying to figure out what I was gonna eat and then I would get too hungry and then I'd release all this cortisol and then I end up getting fat anyways. It was just like so bad for my health to have so much decision fatigue over what to eat every single meal of the day. So figuring out making a meal plan for yourself for the next week or even for the next month is a really helpful thing to do to help reduce your decision fatigue. Something that kind of comes along with organization as well as productivity is to have a place for everything. This is really great for consumable items that I find because if I have a place for my toothpaste or I have a place for my lotion or shampoo, then I know when it's missing or when it's about to be out and when I replace it, I'm not over buying or buying too much of one thing. There's definitely been times where I'm like, do I need more of this? I can't remember if I'm out. And then I go ahead and buy it and find that I have three more anyways stuffed in different corners. So having a place for everything keeps you from over buying or over stocking on certain things. It allows you to know every single time that, that that thing is gonna be there and you're not sitting here thinking about whether or not you should buy this thing at the store because you know whether or not you already have it. The next tip is to eat your biggest frog. What does this mean? It just means do the hardest thing first. Rather than trying to figure out what to do now or how you should plan your day, it's pretty easy to just say what's the hardest and most prioritized thing that needs to get done today. This kind of goes hand in hand with the next tip, which is plan 
and routine. And this is super huge because for me, it's really easy to get lost in the day and kind of be inefficient with time and think, what do I do now? What time is it? And skip around back and forth. Oh, I'm on Facebook. Oh, I got an email. Oh shoot, I gotta get back to work. Oh wait, I got this. There's many different things that can kind of cloud your mind and cause severe decision fatigue and make you go back and forth and having to reassess what you're gonna do for the next five minutes before you get distracted again. So sticking to a plan and having a routine has been super beneficial for me in reducing that decision fatigue. I get up, I eat my biggest frogs first, and then I'm free for the rest of the day and I don't have to stress under pressure or feel overwhelmed by all the choices that I can make. This also follows through to my next tip, which is segregate your time and make later lists. I call them later lists because it means I'm gonna do it later. It doesn't mean that I'm putting it off, it just means that I wanna stick to what I'm focused on with right now and not have to sit here and make a choice about whether or not I wanna do this now and for how long and how it's gonna adjust the rest of my day. An example of this is if I'm trying to eat my work frogs or I'm trying to get the stuff done that I need to get done for work during the day, which is typically the most priority for me after homeschooling the girls in the morning, I might get distracted by remembering that I have a phone call to make, that I have to check something on my bank statements, or that I wanna look something up or research something, or maybe got an email that I'm really excited about and wanna to reply to right away. Rather than dropping everything that I'm doing because I'm already on a roll, I'm just gonna whip out my reminders list on my phone and write all these things down to do at a later time. This also works for things that just come up that you're interested in and tend to clutter your mind maybe even build up in there. Could be things like, oh, I need to know when my sister's anniversary is. I should look up when the First World War was. I should look up more on dog training. How do you go camping in the Appalachians? There's so many things that we think about and with Google at our fingertips, it's easy to stop, drop, and get distracted. And that's the last thing that you wanna do because it adjusts the whole day and it causes more decision fatigue. Later on, you can designate time and I typically take half hour to an hour in my week where I can get to this list. Eventually what starts happening is certain things I just don't care about anymore and I just check them off the list and don't even bother with them anyways. Alongside all of this, you have to know where your limits are. You have a maximum amount of decisions to make and you also have a maximum amount of time and energy. It's easy to wanna say yes to everything. But if you can balance yourself and find ease in that balance of how much time you need for work in a day and also how much time you need for yourself in a day to balance out, as well as balancing quality time, time to have health and do other errands and things that need to get done, back end responsibilities, all those things, if you can plan and manage those things and know where your limits are, then you know when you're taking on too much and everything becomes overwhelming. An overabundance of choices and things to do is what causes overwhelm and decision fatigue. So this is a really important factor. And know that when you find these limits, make sure that you follow through with the things that you've limited yourself to. So this means if you've started a book, rather than looking for 10 books on how to be a better vegan chef, you might start with one and follow through. So every time you sit down to read, you're not thinking, what do I have to read today? You're just gonna finish this book and when it's done, you can make a new choice. This also applies for courses, 
hobbies, movies, things that you contribute your time to, events or special things that you take on to host or be responsible for. This fits in any arena in which it takes up your time and energy and it's really easy to overdo yourself, especially when you're interested in so many things. So limiting yourself, knowing where those limits are, following through once you're done with your book, once you're done with a specific course or hobby, then move on to the next one. Life's always gonna be exciting, there's always gonna be interesting things, that's the beauty of it. We live in this amazing space of abundance and opportunity and experience. So if you enjoy every single moment of it, you can't waste your time and there will always be something more for you to enjoy there. That leads me to my next tip, which is just have gratitude for what we have. It's nice that most of us have this problem where we're overloaded with abundance and trying to figure out how to turn it all down and find value and gratitude in our space and just really enjoy life in the present moment rather than seeking for more and going in this unfulfilling cycle of consumption. And so having gratitude is a great way to reduce decision fatigue because rather than saying, what more can I introduce into my life or can I have because I feel unfulfilled, you can say, wow, I don't even need to think about that. I don't have to make choices there. I love what I have here. Of course, I'm not talking about settling and being unconscious. I do believe in growth and always continuing to pursue your higher self and get better at things every day. But it also comes with a balance of having gratitude for what you have because if you're missing this moment now, you're missing life. This is the only moment we live in. The last thing I wanna share with you is something really fun that I've been practicing lately because being a go-getter myself, if I have a chance to make my own choice or have a preference, I will take it. So the last tip I have for you is to go with the flow and allow others to decide for you. It doesn't mean be a pushover or not have a choice, not have a mind of your own, but it just means for matters that aren't really that important, let somebody decide for you. An example of this would be if somebody takes you to a restaurant, they wanna take you out to lunch, they say, what are you getting? You say, what do you usually get? Or what do you think I should try? And they might say this or that. Make a decision from there rather than assessing the whole menu and trying to make choice from a hundred different items. Other things could just be like when I was playing a board game with my family during Christmas, I typically wanna pick my color. I like blue or green. Those are like the bomb colors that I wanna be. But who cares? Whatever's in front of me, if it's yellow, if it's purple, I'll take it. You know, it doesn't take having to be so particular and having all these choices to make to like have it your way. I don't know how else to explain it. There was something that Tony Robbins said recently, which was the more preferences you have, the more particular you become. And the more particular you are, you have a higher tendency to be unhappy. Makes sense to me. Less flexibility, more specific. If you don't get it your way or if it doesn't happen the way you expect, then there's more room for disappointment or feeling like it's less than it should have been. So changing those expectations to going with the flow and only deciding on the things that really do matter is really helpful to not only relax a little, but it also brings more enjoyment and new situations in life that you may not have chosen for yourself. So that's it today, family. That's my 10 tips on how to reduce decision fatigue today. If you guys feel like you have any additional tips or if I'm missing anything, stick in the comments below. Remember to let me know you like this video by hitting thumbs up. And if you're new to the family and have just subscribed, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember to always be good, be great, be grateful. And I will see you guys in the next video. Ciao.